1: Hi, this is Lap. I'm Rachel Fisher, and I'm Desi Jenikin. and this is Melrose Place, Season One, Episode Two: Friends and Lovers.
0: Lovers. <laughs> Who's the lover? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I would call this episode friends, but.
1: <laughs> yeah is is Kelly
0: the lover? This this episode has a few. Um, like it has some lovers I'm afraid Jane and Michael might be the lovers unfortunately because we have a few friend relationships right right like the Allison and Billy they're friends but will they be lovers and then we have Kelly and
1: Jake who are
0: lovers and now want to be friends well Jake wants to be friends right
1: (laughs) Jake is realizing this is not sustainable
0: Yeah. And to to be honest, I don't even think the friend thing is at this point that needs to stop as well.
1: He needs to get there quicker. Yeah, absolutely. So this episode once again opens up with the local Los Angeles radio guy talking about 75 degrees. There's traffic on the 405. Yeah. And other LA things. I, I'm glad they dropped this. Yes. It's
0: stupid. I'm very glad. (laughs) It's very unnecessary. It's very sitcom or something like I don't like it.
1: Allison wakes up furious as usual. She's irritated because Billy is reading her paper. Honestly, this is a very petty thing to be mad about, but I do get it. Look, if
0: you want to read your paper, you don't want someone else undoing it all. Before you look at it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you want it in the pile. You want it in. It's fine after you touch it for someone else to go. Oh, can I have that section or whatever? Uh, I mean, the thing with Allison is she's just annoying. So even when she's justified, you're still irritated with her because she does it for everything.
1: Right. She's she's like a complete annoying person. Like every facet of her life. She's uptight about.
0: Yes. Including the coffee, which Billy has made too strong. So it's like, instead of like rejoicing, wow, he made
1: coffee. It's like, she's going to nitpick that she doesn't like it. Billy's looking for jobs. That's why he's reading the paper. Allison, did you ever think about that? Yeah. Allison is obviously still worried about the status of her job, given that her boss sexually harassed her after that industry party he took her to. And Billy is like, you should go to HR and threaten legal action. And Allison is like hesitant about this. She doesn't want to rock the boat. Meanwhile, Jake is taking a shower. I think this is our first shirtless guy of the episode. Yes. Unless Billy was shirtless reading the paper. I
0: think he was wearing a shirt for once.
1: So Jake is shirtless. He's in the shower. Obviously, the water is not hot. It's comic it's this is a comedy moment.
0: <laughs> Cuz the water at some point turns cold and he has a little mini
1: freak out in the shower. And it's always when their hair is full of shampoo. Yes. So his hair is full of bubbles and he gets out of the shower, he goes in his towel over to Jane and Michael's apartment and he's like walks through the entire complex just in a towel. This
0: like this courtyard or whatever you want to call it the pool area it's basically the living room of a large house and these people all have rooms in this house <laughs> do you know what i mean cuz it's treated as if a co- it's a common area where everyone can just walk around in their
1: pajamas or half naked do you know what i mean like there's zero boundaries at this no. at this complex so he goes to jane and michael's and he's yelling about the plumbing Everyone's coming out of their apartments because Jake is making such a ruckus. Exactly. Just like you would in your house. <laughs> What's going on downstairs? <laughs> like, Including Sandy and a really cute nighty. Yeah. Jake is just irritated in general because he's unemployed and hasn't been able to find work. I thought he was working on as a contractor with Kelly's parents. Maybe that ended and he is looking for more. I think he's like, basically
0: freelance right like whatever it comes and it ends he has to find something new Um, but if he's getting unemployment uh that's good because a lot of freelance you don't get unemployment
1: well sandy tries to make him feel better she says jake people like us always land on our feet and i don't know
0: what they have in common Like, is she from a poor background? Is she like out on her
1: own, like with no family support? Like, (laughs) what does that even mean? I think it's supposed to be implied that Sandy's like the other working class person who lives at Melrose Place. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure that that's true. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But Michael is fixing his weird lunch breakfast next, like later on. It's still breakfast time, but he's made like a huge sandwich. Well, yeah. did you look at this sandwich?
0: No, I didn't.
1: Okay. And i he's drinking it or he's eating it with a gigantic pink smoothie. So you would assume if you're having a smoothie, it's breakfast time, right? Yes. You don't drink a smoothie with your lunch, do you? Well,
0: I don't know. Sometimes I do. Especially when we're doing this food plan where we're having all these smoothies. Sometimes I do squeeze it in, but I don't know. I mean,
1: he's weird. Jane is telling Michael about the story of the first time she knew she loved him. And then she asks Michael, this is her first mistake. Don't ask a guy specifics. The fact that this becomes a running
0: storyline is so boring to me in this episode. Yeah. I do not care. Um, I hate the conclusion to this (laughs) storyline. Everything about it is really corny and stupid.
1: This is just a perfect example of how low the stakes are for Jane and Michael at this point during this the series yeah and how knowing what happens i'm just begging for them to get there faster yeah yeah so jane is upset because michael can't recall the first time he knew he loved her and there's some very sad keyboard music and he's like give me a break it's been a long night because he's like working rounds at the hospital
0: that's true the thing i don't like about michael um is that a lot of times when people come at him with things, he's always like, "Why don't you try, you know, spending all night with people dying, and then then come to me with your problems?" <laughs> and it's just kind of like, "Well, that's not really fair." Like,
1: yeah, you Jane, know what I mean. Like, Jane works at a boutique on Melrose Avenue, right? This is all she has. Allison at work, she sees Hal at her desk, and she confronts him, and she says. Hal, what you did was plain and simple sexual harassment. I will not be intimidated. Yeah, she's encouraged by Billy's pep talk. I was proud of her in this Mm -hmm. moment. She stood up for herself. And Hal is just like, do what you want to do, Allison. And then this is like the best case scenario for Allison because she's like clearly visibly shaken at this point. Right. Right her coworker comes up to her and is like, did you hear Libby in payroll filed charges against Hal for sexual harassment? That's crazy to me.
0: Like, <laughs> just that that happened right then to just wrap that storyline up, right?
1: Completely wrapped up. Yeah. So obviously, these are this is not going to be the last time Allison faces problems at work. No, but no. <laughs> but no, but the Hal storyline is wrapped up because I had forgotten about Hal, like I didn't even remember him. Yes. Because he's not like the boss that I remember from season one.
0: No, there's like another guy that comes in, right? Bruce. Bruce, right? He's, oh my God.
1: He has like a very memorable storyline. Um, because well, yeah, we'll get into we'll that. We'll get into that. No spoilers. <laughs> Billy has rolled up outside of Allison's work in a cab. He's a cab driver now. He got a job really fast. And a like 1970s cab. Yeah. They- <laughs> How old is this car?
0: <laughs> it, it's like the old school cab. Uh, not at all what he would have been driving at that period of time. Um, But it looked cool. He got it
1: off the set of Taxi. And he's not a great
0: cab driver, as we'll see in this episode.
1: (laughs) He has a quick scene with Allison. She tells him the Hal problem worked itself out. Next, we're at Shooters, where Sandy is going through her new headshots with her boss, who actually owns the bar. And she's like this bitter old bitch. Former actress who now owns this
0: bar. And probably has to deal with up-and-coming actresses all the time. Like
1: Sandy. Yeah. (laughs) And she's trying to break it to Sandy gently. Like, this business will chew you up and spit you out. Right. She's pawing through all these photos. And then Kelly shows up and starts looking at the pictures. This was a very invasive move on Kelly's part.
0: I just, like, I wish I could find out if Shooters is a bar or, like, Cause you know what I mean? Why are these kids always just going in there? It's clearly a bar. Yeah. It's not like a TGI Fridays or something. uh, As far as I can tell, like it's weird.
1: I mean, obviously they serve food there, but it just seems like it's just too bar vibe to me. Like you, like we said last episode, you don't go there for the food. No, we know the food sucks at shooters. Now Kelly has information that sent
0: me down a little rabbit hole. Because oh. she's like, Jackie had a baby. Can you tell, can you give Jake that news that Jackie had her baby? And I was like, Jackie, I was like, oh, that's Kelly's mom. I had completely forgotten that Kelly's mom marries David Silver's dad. Right. And they had a baby together that is Kelly's half sister. Uh, her name is Erin. But uh <laughs> It's really funny to remember that because I remember that David's dad is a doctor, I'm sorry, a dentist and Kelly's mom had a tooth emergency and that's how they hooked up. Uh, Just very funny uh, storyline that I had completely forgotten of. Uh, It's also funny because it's like, why the hell would Jake give a fuck if Jackie had the baby? Like, it's clearly Kelly just kind of finding any little information to kind of connect with him again. And
1: Sandy's like, he went to the unemployment office. He's actually looking for a job. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the unemployment office, Jake looks miserable. And this place is packed. I mean, it doesn't look like a very fun time. The guy working at the window has a skullet. Yes. It's like a very intense skullet. (laughs) It's it's he was very
0: familiar to me, that actor.
1: I feel like I've seen him in things playing like similar shitty guys. Yeah. Next, we see Billy in his cab and he picks up a girl. This is his first fare and she's going to the valley. And he's like, Hell yeah, I know the valley. I'm from the valley. Yeah. He's going to pick her up and he's just immediately talking up a storm. Like he doesn't even take one second to gauge if this is a person who is down to have a conversation.
0: Right. It's not even like small talk you might experience with a driver. Yeah. It's immediately all in. There's no like, so where are you coming from? It's like just immediately annoying.
1: Right. But But she loves it. Yeah, she's totally into it. And they start, yeah, they start getting into like deep conversations because she's like, nobody here is real, (laughs) which is like a very annoying cliche thing to say about Los Angeles. Yes. That annoying people say.
0: Especially it's like, are you just arriving? How would you even know that? Like, we don't even know what her deal is.
1: Yeah. So... They're at a stoplight and she gets out of the car and gets into the front seat with Billy because she's like, this guy is cool. Yeah. We're friends. Now we're friends. And she tells him, you look exactly like Springsteen. I laughed out loud when she said that because
0: this couldn't couldn't be further from the truth. Like Andrew Shua obviously is a very attractive, cute guy. Yeah. He's not Bruce Springsteen. And there's absolutely zero
1: sex appeal to him. Whereas Springsteen is, like, oozing it. like Yeah, Andrew Shue just isn't hot. I mean, he's attractive physically, but he's not hot to me. He's
0: not hot in that way, like, it's, that Springsteen is. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah,
1: especially the character of Billy Campbell.
0: That's when you know there's something wrong with her. Yeah. That's your first sign.
1: And they bond over Bruce Springsteen. This was so stupid, this conversation. Absolutely. Because she's, like... Like, you can tell the writer... <laughs> doesn't know Bruce Springsteen that well, because they're like, were you at the born in the USA tour? Yeah.
0: And it's also kind of like, they're trying to make something of some connection that actually is just nothing. They're like, wait, you were in row 12. I was in row 10. (laughs) Like, we have so much in common. This is fated to be
1: like, (laughs) it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's the thing they bond over. So this prompts Billy to ask her out to dinner at a, quote, great Italian place up on Mulholland. What is that? What's up there?
0: What restaurant (laughs) is up there? I don't know any restaurant. Once again, this line has to be written by someone who doesn't know Los Angeles, because I I literally can't think of a restaurant up there. I've
1: never heard of a restaurant. I mean, maybe back then.
0: I feel like I would have gone to an Italian place up on Mulholland. But it's like, there's nothing there's no businesses up there as far as I know.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> meanwhile, Jake is still at the unemployment office. He's getting increasingly more frustrated and he ends up getting into a physical fight with the scullit guy at the window,
0: but it's in defense of another person. So it's like an acceptable uh, force of, you know, show of force.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's defending this mom and her child.
0: And Kelly shows up right at this moment.
1: How she's insane. Like, how is she also making it to all of these places? Like, do you know how hard it is to go one place in Los Angeles a day? Also, isn't she in school? Yeah. What is she doing? Where's (laughs) Donna? So she sees, sees Jake get arrested by a cop. And she's like, Jake, Jake, wait. And then she later tries to bail him out of jail, but her card is declined. But I found this highly unlikely. That Kelly's card would be declined? Yes. <laughs> She's very wealthy. She's
0: very wealthy. What are the chances she has a limit? None. Yeah. Uh, and I think she could easily get money if she needed to.
1: Right, and it's like only $1,000.
0: Oh, yeah, it was like... Yeah, it wasn't like it was ten grand or something.
1: So this is the point where the officer tells Kelly that Jake has priors and she's like, what's priors. And they're like, he's been in jail before he's been arrested before. I don't
0: know why she found that shocking. And in fact, that's part of his appeal to Kelly. He's like a
1: bad boy. Like, why would that be shocking? Right. But she's like very scared. looking. Yeah. <gasps> that night, Billy brings the cab girl home He just brings this strange woman home to his house.
0: I mean, the funny thing about this storyline is it's like, how? what is the time frame here? (laughs) This is like happening all in one day. It is. Yeah, it's crazy. They say that. They say that like- At some point it's like two days or something. And I was like, really? Like, Jesus, they've like never leave each other.
1: They go to this Mulholland Italian restaurant and then they go straight back to Melrose Place where he invites this strange woman home like even though he has a roommate it's not like okay you invited a strange woman back to your house and you live alone it's like now you're getting allison involved yes this is annoying it's for dessert and he takes a (laughs) strawberry which for some reason is sitting on a bowl on the on the mantle why is there a bowl of fruit on the mantle also you don't leave strawberries out
0: no they will mold in like two hours
1: yeah and you can't do it it wasn't just a bowl of strawberries it was like a bowl of mixed fruit
0: Yeah, just no one would do this. So
1: Billy tries to be seductive with the strawberry. He's like dessert. And then they start making out. But the lights turn on shortly after. And it's Allison with paint cans. And she's like, Billy, we were supposed to have a paint party. Why would
0: she be coming back with paint at night and ready to start it painting? It's like 10 at night. (laughs) It's such a weird. I was like, what store was open where she bought paint? And then they're going to start painting that late? But I mean, I guess she got to walk in with the paint and they did make a plan.
1: So cab girl introduces herself. Her name is Marcy. And Allison is just looking at her with utter disdain. From the get go. From the get go. And as Billy's like explaining how they met in his cab and she's getting increasingly more upset about this. Yeah, she's wearing it on her face. They go off to Billy's room and Allison goes. (laughs) She's Uh, irritated. Allison. Scoffs more than anybody else on this show.
0: I I don't think she's had a single moment where she's not irritated so far. These first two episodes,
1: we need to find like we need to locate the point in the show the first time where Allison isn't irritated. Yeah, yeah. So Allison's painting all by herself at eleven at night. She's, in her overalls. In her overalls. <laughs> she's listening to Billy and Marcy giggling and kissing in the next room, and she's very irritated. Then she does another classic Allison thing where she's like misses Boundaries except when it comes to spying on Billy because she goes up to the bedroom door and like puts her ear against it so she can listen in on Billy, like get a blowjob from this woman, presumably. because yeah, we hear smacking. We hear some smacking going on <laughs> behind the door. And then Billy opens the door and he's like, are we bothering you? Billy doesn't
0: also, also she's so clearly eavesdropping, but Billy makes no joke about like what the hell she's doing listening in even though it's very clear she is like there's no way she can come up with an excuse of what she was doing the way it was
1: billy is so charitable to allison and allison's the exact opposite to billy yeah because it's like
0: there was just no way he didn't know but he doesn't say anything ever then
1: allison is like you just met this woman are you going to have sex and billy's like if you're referring to condoms i always do and he thinks
0: she's worried about safe sex and she's definitely more worried about anything happening with this she woman. She doesn't
1: want any sex happening under her roof, especially from Billy. No. So she's very upset. The next morning, Marcy, now to be fair to Allison, Marcy is highly annoying.
0: The most annoying. Like also, doesn't she have somewhere to go? She's like, like <laughs> she literally got off the airport, take me to the Valley and then has never gone to the Valley. It was like, was someone waiting for her? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like who, <laughs> <laughs> what was her destination? And what is she supposed to be
1: doing right now that she's not doing that? She's just with Billy. I, I mean, it's wild. Yeah. She has like family waiting for her filing a missing persons report right now. Right. Like, yeah. That honestly seems like a Marcy move that she well, would yeah. just completely do that. She probably does it all the time. So, Marcy asks Allison, Allison, is it okay if I use your deodorant? (laughs) Allison's reaction
0: here was hilarious. Yeah. Because she was like, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that. And it's like, yeah, that is kind of like a weird thing for some stranger to ask you. Like, And also, what are you doing just putting deodorant over your stink? Or
1: like, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've done that before in a pinch where it's like you're desperate and you like don't whatever you like. (laughs) I would ask you for deodorant or something, but I wouldn't.
0: Honestly, what I would do is probably just secretly use their deodorant in the bathroom and never mention it or
1: something like. I would absolutely let you or someone I was friends with use my deodorant, but I would not let Marcy use my deodorant.
0: It's just weird, and I liked Allison's reaction, because it's irritating.
1: Because, I mean, honestly, like even though Allison's very high-strung and uptight, she does have appropriate reactions sometimes, and this is one of them.
0: By the way, it's different for you to use your deodorant to cover up stink, but for someone else to use your deodorant to cover up their stink, that's grosser to me.
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Billy tells Allison that they didn't fuck, and he's like, you seem relieved, and like Allison's like, I'm not, I'm not relieved. I don't have feelings for you. And she's, um, then Marcy comes back in the kitchen and she steals Allison's grapefruit,
0: which has a posted on it. It has
1: a posted on it. Marcy. (laughs) It clearly says Allison's grapefruit. Allison is so furious. She's like, I'm going, I'm going back to the paint store for what? Cuz she said they mixed her colors oh, wrong.
0: But she's painting the walls white too. That's what's funny. Yeah. It's not even a color, it's white. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's bright she's, white. It's just white. And so she's like, I'm going Billy, Billy, I'm going back to the paint store. Um Marcy is falling in love with Billy and Billy's falling in love with Marcy. They are like sitting on the couch and Billy's like, I never asked you what you do. And she's like, I'm a dental student. I was actually like hoping she would say
0: something like, like, oh, I'm a Scientology recruiter (laughs) or something interesting. I I didn't remember the storyline, but I was hoping it would be something more scary.
1: Yeah. And Allison, I guess Allison is like overhearing this because she's gathering her stuff, getting ready to leave. And she's like, the look on her face is like, what a dumb bitch.
0: Yeah. So she, she immediately hates Marcy from the get go. Even even though we know she's annoying, Allison really didn't know that at the
1: beginning. She didn't know that at the beginning. She's just mad that Billy brought anybody home. Yes. And so she leaves, they get back to making out. We see Jake getting let out of jail, and Kelly is there again. And she's like, Hi, Jake. And he's like, just leave me alone. We're from different worlds. And Kelly
0: is wearing A very un-teenager dress. It's like a black shift dress with like tropical flowers all over it. (laughs) It just looks something like Kelly would wear.
1: Yeah. Maybe she's trying to show Jake she's like mature for her age. Yeah.
0: It just seemed like not very teenager. Like she borrowed it from Jackie.
1: That night, Marcy is lighting candles and waiting for Billy to arrive. But Allison gets there first. And... Marcy's like, oh, sorry, Allison. Billy said he's at the grocery store. He's going to make me dinner. And Allison is just shooting daggers at Marcy while she talks. She's just gushing about Billy. She cannot stop talking about him. Marcy tells Allison, she's like, you're very protective of Billy. And then Billy comes back with all these groceries and they immediately start kissing. And one of them is like, maybe we should eat later. And Allison sits on the couch just like and fumes.
0: Yeah, this is, this situation is not working for her. And she has zero chill about it. Like she doesn't even have enough chill to look cool, even though she's seething inside. Like she so clearly is jealous.
1: Yeah, Allison never makes any effort to hide how she's feeling to like, like she's very bad at this game. She doesn't play it cool. No, she doesn't know how to do that. Next, Jane is at her desk and Michael is like, talk to me. And we have to continue like the most boring storyline in the episode. Jane is furious with him. She's so mad that he couldn't remember the first time that he fell in love with her. Meanwhile, everyone,
0: everyone in that complex is desperate to get married. (laughs) And Jane has the husband. And everyone thinks that their relationship is perfect. Yes. But it's not. It's absolutely not. And it's going to get worse.
1: Yeah. They think, (laughs) Jane, you think this is bad. You're in for a world of hurt. Oh, yeah. So Allison bursts into the apartment. She starts bitching about Marcy. And Jane, being the optimist, is like, well, maybe it's love at first sight.
0: Michael. (laughs)
1: Look, she, that's such a cl- pointed barb towards
0: Michael, right? Yeah,
1: she definitely was saying that at Michael.
0: By the way, I want to reiterate what Jane's moment was because I'm irritated by it and I don't think we talked about it. She broke a heel on their first date and and <laughs> Michael solved the problem for her by breaking off the other heel.
1: <laughs> this is like a Mentos commercial. <laughs> I think I've seen this in a Mentos commercial. You could just
0: picture the dumb guy going, hey, I got a solution. Click. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Everyone laughs. But I would be like, why did you fucking do that? Yeah. Like I could have gone to the cobbler. Exactly. Cobblers exist
1: uh, depending on the shoes. That would have been the last time I talked to that guy. Yeah. uh, Just the audacity. So... They ask Allison if she's jealous and she's like, no. And she says, I just hate being treated like I'm not there. Like I don't even count.
0: And Jane also has a moment of wistfulness.
1: See, Michael, that's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because she also feels unappreciated by Michael.
1: And they let Allison stay the night. Yeah. Let's take a break here. We'll be right back.
2: So
1: now Marcy is doing that thing where she's trying to ingratiate herself with everybody in the complex at Melrose Place. Yes. She's chatting up Matt by the pool. In fact,
0: she's ignoring Billy to do this.
1: Yeah, because she needs to make friends with everybody. Billy is fine, though. He's shirtless at the grill.
0: Oh, yeah. He's got his, the grill
1: running. He's making his gross burgers again. His big fat baddies. <laughs> and then Steve walks in shocking i screamed steve sanders shows up and i'm like well where's kelly she's not here why the fuck is steve here because he's he's like hooking
0: up with sandy or something
1: right yeah they're going over her acting career and he invites her to the beach club yes marcy is going around introducing herself to everyone jake arrives in shades and a denim shirt we see marcy talking to steve And Rhonda, this is such an odd couple that like Steve and Rhonda are talking and hanging out. Yeah. And Marcy's like telling them about Billy's soft lips. Here's the weird thing.
0: Steve looks exactly the same age as all of them, but he's supposed to be so much younger. Do you know what I mean? It's like he doesn't look out of place at all.
1: It would be funny if like Andrea showed up and they're like, (laughs) mom. Yeah. She looks like someone's mom. Jane comes up to Billy and Jane is like so happy for Billy that he's found love like she doesn't see how this is weird at all and she goes remember this time. Yeah, she's
0: she has such a clear agenda in everything she says in this episode. It's either to point to Michael how he's wrong or to tell everyone else like don't forget to remember these moments one day when your wife asks about
2: them. Jane. Like it's just
0: so
1: it's like give it a rush Jane. I could see how Jane was annoying to grow up with as a kid. And I'm just saying that on behalf of Sydney. Oh, yeah. Who we'll meet in season two. No, I Sydney, Jane created Sydney. Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Like, it's all her fault.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sydney is Jane's fault. A hundred percent. So Billy is unsure that it's love. Allison approaches Billy and Billy's like, it's all happening so fast.
0: He just realizes this. He
1: just realizes this, and Allison says, "She is the most aggressive woman I have ever met."
0: That's like the first time I was like, "Right on, Allison. That is absolutely accurate."
1: Here's something that happens that is something in Melrose Place that just feels like tonally so out of place for like the rest of the series. I mean, the rest hmm. of the series <laughs> does do silly things like this. I think maybe I don't know for some reason <laughs> no. it just was like so out of the blue. I mean. I know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> well, let's just say this first. Marcy is not only ingratiating herself to everyone. She's also talking about Billy's sexual prowess with everyone. Yeah, like, that's
1: what I said. She was telling Steve about his soft lips.
0: Yeah, but it's goes beyond that. Did you hear the one where she was like, spit on my neck?
1: Spit on my neck? Yes. Wait, and then she started kissing. Yes, that. she did. She <laughs> said he spit on my neck. Yes, yeah, she
0: was talking. It was like in the background. No, she
1: said he bit on my neck. Oh, bit? Yes. Okay, I thought she said spit. I, I was like, that's
0: sp- such a modern.
1: <laughs> Let's just pretend that Billy's a spitter.
0: He's. I thought she was like he's Oh, maybe it was bit, but I thought he spit and then was like kissing no, or something. He, got her he nibbled all wet. on
1: her neck, but I, I'd like to think that Billy is a spitter. Oh yeah,
0: because he wants to. He uses spit for lube.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Even when he's jerking off. Absolutely. He doesn't even use regular (laughs) lube. He just uses spit.
0: He's the original, uh, like the Brokeback Mountain moment. He was doing that long before that happened.
1: Billy Campbell's a spit king. (laughs) So, yeah, we get this weird, bizarre fantasy sequence. Like literally even the fantasy music plays. It's like. But also, it doesn't make sense why
0: this happened, because it's not like Billy fell asleep or something. He's literally just at
1: the grill. He's <laughs> like just drifting off, I guess. He like goes fully catatonic. He goes into like a complete K hole at the grill. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Billy, flip the burger." And he's just <laughs> He's having this fantasy about Dr. Ruth. This is like very 1992 this moment. Look,
0: it was the law during this period that you had to have Dr. Ruth as in a cameo on your TV show.
1: How many times has that woman appeared on television shows during this era. She is the
0: 90s, 80s version of the Harlem Globetrotters.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) she's just on every show. And, like, it didn't matter what kind of show. She would be on Law & Order. She would be on Boy Meets World. She would be on Full House. Like, she went to every... She did everything. She went to every show, and sometimes it was
0: serious, but a lot of times they were these comic moments. She was the Bella Hadid (laughs) of her day, because Bella does every single fashion show. Um, So, yeah. So Dr.
1: Ruth shows up. And it's like a like a fantasy of the Dr. Ruth show and she's interviewing Marcy about how she's very horny and Marcy is telling Dr. Ruth all about the sex that she has with Billy, but Marcy says he has a problem and at that and that's his roommate. And oh, that, yeah. And that's when we see the flames rising up from the grill and he's about <laughs> to light the entire complex. Oh, right. <laughs> He's about to light the entire complex on fire and everyone he, the whole time during the fantasy he was just squirting
0: more lighter fluid yeah. on the fire or something. Like not yet, Billy. Um exactly. He also calls Marcy oversexed talkaholic. Uh or he, he did doesn't he say did that? he she says that he said that or something during that Dr. Ruth? Dr.
1: Ruth says that to Oh, her. she does. Yes. She says it
0: to Marcy. Okay.
1: Billy comes to, he sees that he's about to light the entire complex on fire. And that scene ends that night. Michael is attempting to do maintenance work and it's comical and it's very comical. This guy is not good with handiwork, but luckily Jake is Jake is very butch. That's what's funny that Jake just didn't fix the pipes to
0: begin with. Yeah. What does he think Michael can do it? (laughs) Like if he's so annoyed by it, it would take him 15 minutes probably. And maybe he can get a discount on the rent. Or something. Yeah. Why don't they just hire Jake as the maintenance person? Problem solved. Absolutely. He could be the Schneider of Melrose Place. Who's Schneider? He's the maintenance guy on One Day at a Time.
2: Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Who I was obsessed with. Yeah. Why? this, This solves so many problems. Yeah. This is so stupid. It's crazy. So Jake offers to help. And he also apologizes for his explosive anger the other day. Whatever. Stupid fucking scene. Meanwhile, Billy's watching a nature show about a black widow eating her mate. Another (laughs) stupid fucking cliche scene. Yeah. And he's starting to have doubts about Marcy. Now he's like, wow, she's the black. I'm putting two and two together. (laughs) Marcy's the black widow.
0: Once again, these moments are so sitcom. It's crazy. Like,
1: yeah. And like, don't get, don't get us wrong. Melrose Place is a very funny series, but it's not fun, supposed to be funny on purpose. Exactly.
0: And that's the difference. It's the tone, like you mentioned. It's like this lighter tone. It's almost like I was thinking it's like Darren Star is is trying to sort of get into the sex in the city where it's like a comedy drama, like a dramedy or whatever. Right. And I feel like he's working his way towards doing something more comic and he just hasn't nailed it yet.
1: Yeah, he hasn't nailed it yet and he obviously hasn't found his footing yet with this series, but it will come. It, it, he
0: has. He finds his footing with it, it's just not in the comedy vein at no. all. No,
1: and when he finds his footing, it's incredible. Yes. So Marcy sits down on the couch, she, Billy learns that she hasn't studied for her exam because she's been spending every waking moment with him and Billy at this point is trying to like, get her to leave his apartment. Cause it's been two days. I don't even know if she's taken a shower. Like her pussy probably smells really bad. She
0: deodorant's not going to help that. It's not going to help that.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. I
0: can't imagine her being like,
1: Alison, can I borrow your robe and towel and soap? And like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. So m- Billy's like, uh, I have some writing I want to get to. And she's like, that's fine. I'll just sit here and watch you. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. And then she says, Billy, I think I love you.
0: Not what he wanted to hear. He
1: doesn't say it back. Mm-mm. The next morning, Billy confides in Allison and he's like, she's in love with me. And at this point, I was like, oh, did Marcy finally leave? But like, no, she's actually still there. Yeah. Allison says, congratulations. <laughs> He's concerned though. He he's like Allison. I need your help. And then we hear from the other room. I need a towel, Billy. Oh, so I guess she did <laughs> she finally. Show she finally washes her ass. Allison gets up from the table because she doesn't even want to see this bitch. No. Outside of the hospital, we see Kelly, Donna, and David walking with like a floral arrangement. Oh, because of the baby. Because of Jackie. Yeah. Jake rolls up on his motorcycle and gives Kelly the money back that she paid for his bail. And she's really upset because she's like, I, you know, I wanted to do this for you, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly wants to save Jake. Yeah. And Jake just like dramatically speeds off on his bike. Absolutely. We get a montage of Melrose. They do that. They do that a lot on this show where we get like. In between scenes, it's like a transitional montage of like neon lights and like denim asses and like motorcycles. And it's in a very weird, there's like an effect on it. It's like grainy. (laughs) It's like an edgy grainy footage.
0: It's edgy grainy footage of like the same four blue jeaned asses. And Johnny Rockets. (laughs) And some signs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And like maybe some
1: guy like playing the bongos. Or I have seen a saxophone one time as (laughs) well. (laughs) <laughs> um, we're at shooters Jake is at the bar Billy arrives and sits down next to him and they have a talk about love and life and Jake is like you need to talk to Marcy and tell her it's not about love whatever Billy leaves and Jake is tired of being the cool guy yeah Jake is like I'm tired of um, being an, such an alpha male yeah I need to like be more sensitive he's, and- he's working on getting rid of his toxic masculinity <laughs> And Sandy comes up to him because she's bartending. She's she's a bartender. She's a waitress. She does it all. Yeah. She's the only person who works at Shooters.
0: And she's the only person who seems to work in Melrose Place.
1: <laughs> right. Like of the of certain people. So um she's like Dr. Jake, you help everyone else's problems, but you don't help yourself. Yeah. She's she's like
0: she's like the early um version of someone. The most like chaotic person, you know, always posting inspirational sayings on Instagram. Yeah. Like <laughs> she's always got these like little one liner uh, sort of self helpy lines. Right. At her disposal.
1: Jake asks her out because he's feeling desperate and then she shoots him down. She's like, I won't get burned again. Yeah. I, that was not very slick of Jake. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly Jake's had like a couple drinks and he's horny.
0: Yeah, and he just blatantly, he's not even smooth about it. And she's very smartly like, no.
1: So we see Billy back at Melrose Place. He's pacing by the pool. And then Marcy runs up to him and she's wearing a red dress. At first, I thought this was Sydney. I was like, Sydney? Yeah. Um, and And Billy's like, we have to talk. And he tells her. Marcy, you're coming on way too strong and she's like I was just being honest about my feelings. That's like the Kelly Martin school of thought. Yeah. And he's like we've known each other for 2 days. And then he tells her he doesn't love her and we get sad piano music and she's very sad.
0: And she says this always happens. <laughs> so- Here's I'll give Marcy credit for one thing. She immediately moves on. She does. She she's like this scene. This storyline is done. And so am I. (laughs) Right. I'm not going to be your stalker. See, that's how you know this is not how Melrose ends up being. Right. Because in the in the coming Melrose Place, this would have been a three episode arc. Yep. Where she is a horrible stalker and ruins Billy's life for like a week or something like.
1: Yeah. Like she gets Billy indicted on some crime. Yeah, like so somehow it would have never ended
0: this cleanly.
1: Like There's she, no way she would have framed Billy for her murder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's what would have happened on season two, Melrose Place. And
0: then she would have shown up as a new character with a different wig color.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. yeah. No, yeah. It, it, it's incredible. Clearly, this actress—they're like, we're hiring you for one episode. You're yeah. going to leave gracefully. Um, Jane apologizes to Michael, and Michael's like, I deserved it. And then he tells her about how he knew he was in love with her. And it's this like very supposed to be this very sweet moment. Cause he's like, it wasn't just one moment. It was every moment every day. And then they kiss and like romantic guitar music plays. Right. And it's a very Hallmark card speech.
0: Yeah. It's the way you do this. It's the way you lift a coffee cup in the morning. It's just like,
1: it's so cringe. Jake is on his bike and he pulls up to Kelly's big ass house and he apologizes for the way he treated her. I'm so mad at Jake at this point. He's like, what are you doing? He's a mess. He, I really thought I'm like, Oh, does he finally break it off with her? Like, I forget when they break it off, but he's like, I don't want to lose our friendship. And I'm like, okay, he's going to tell her like, let's just be friends. And then he asks her if she wants to take a ride to the beach on his motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, the minute
0: she's wrapping his her arms and legs around him and getting on that bike, that's horny time.
1: They're fucking later. Because
0: you're going to the beach. It's a full moon. Her pussy's been vibrating the whole ride. She <laughs> She's raring to go. She's ready to go. He knew exactly what he was doing. You don't ask a girl to get on the back of your motorcycle
1: <laughs> unless you're planning to do something. And take him to the beach at night. That's a horny thing. It's a horny move. Yeah. Meanwhile, Allison and Billy are painting their apartment. And they're speaking finally, of not horny, <laughs> not, this is like the least horny activity in this episode. They're finally painting the apartment and Billy tells her it's over with Marcy. And she's like, Allison's like, I was afraid that it would last. And then she lets him know that like, she's there if he wants to talk to her. And then they laugh and it's like a sitcom ending. Yeah.
0: Yes. Because there was an ongoing thing where they're like, we don't talk to each other about what's going on in our life or our feelings. Like both of them have these moments and now
1: they've agreed. I don't feel like that's true.
0: It's such a weird thing. Like if you live with someone, I'm sorry, you're going to become a sounding board at some point, probably for each other. Yeah. because You're around each other. Um, And they're friends. This show is called friends and lovers and they are friends. So this episode, not that exciting. I got to wonder when I'm watching these, what the writers are thinking. Like, I need to know what they're going for, because it's so unclear to me. Like, are they trying to just, you know, 90210 has this lighter vibe. Yes. Initially as well, but it's obviously high school kids. So I think they're emulating that, not realizing that even 90210 gets crazier, Uh, at some point
1: then it starts, but I feel like by 1992, 90210 had established dramatic storylines.
0: Yes. But more in like a teenager level, like when they get out of high school, it gets way more Melrose place even I would say. Uh, but I'm just curious what the spinoff, like, what are they trying to do? 90210 with older, slightly older people. Right. Uh, especially with Aaron Spelling's background and shows like Dynasty uh, and stuff like that was much more soap opera And heightened. And heightened. The stakes were so high. Yeah, I. it's interesting to see how they're kind of working their way through it and realizing this sort of lighter tone is just not working. Yeah. And it had a big... Uh, initial burst, I think, because of the connection to 90210, which was such a huge hit
1: at the time. I think Desi and I both have an idea of when Melrose Place became Melrose place like when in the series it became and that's when with the introduction of Amanda Woodward who is played by Heather Locklear but it I think it will be interesting for both of us to know is there a before Amanda Woodward moment where it starts getting into the groove where the shift happened
0: you know I was looking at the thumbnails for upcoming episodes and I completely forgot that Kimberly arrives in season one yeah So I I mean, that's crazy because that means that's the that's starting the relationship between Jane and Michael going
1: off like. So, okay I think Kimberly is the shift. We don't want to give too much away for people who are just watching this for the first time.
0: And Allison, I'm sorry, not Allison. Amanda comes in a few episodes before Kimberly shows up in the thumbnail, at least. I don't know if she was there earlier. Um, But yeah, I was shocked by that.
1: Oh, wait, Kimberly's after Amanda.
0: I don't know cuz it's based on thumbnails. Okay. She might have arrived earlier and then it's only in the thumbnail <laughs> for an episode later. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Um but like we mentioned I think last episode this season is more like a season and a half. Yes. Because it's 31 episodes, 33. 33. So this is not like a typical season.
1: Is it 31 or 30? It's long. I, one of those. It's, it's not long. It's like a
0: season and a half. Yeah. Uh, so that could be why our memories are not are thinking clearly or mine, at least about when Kimberly arrived. Cause it is almost like season two by the time she shows up.
1: Anyway, that's episode two of season one. We will be back next week with episodes three and four. Yeah.
0: Follow us on Instagram. We're posting pics from the episodes.
1: We have an Instagram account. It's it's bitch slap all one word underscore pod yeah
0: we'll we'll start posting we'll post a um, story or something from our Hollywood Crime Scene account to get people over there yeah so if you can't find it Um, thank you so much
1: we'll see you later Bye. bye bye